Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays. Before we start the podcast, quick announcement. My book, Death by Comfort, is now for sale. If you live outside of Australia, best place is to jump on Amazon or any of the other book stockists. If you live inside of Australia, go to my website, mindbodybrain.com.au. You can order it at a slightly cheaper price and I will sign the copy of it. So if you want a different name than the name you're purchasing on it, you'll need to send us an email um, via the online form as well, just to let us know you want a different name. So now I on with this week's Wisdom Wednesday. Today, I am going to talk about senescent cells, senolytics, and alpha-clotho. What the hell is all of that, I hear you ask? Well, I'm going to discuss a paper that was published this year, and the name of the paper, it's a bit of a mouthful, Orally Active, Clinically Translatable Senolytics Restore Alpha-Cloto in Mice and Humans. And it's published in the Journal of E-Biomedicine, which is part of the Lancet. Now, what the hell does all of this mean? This is a pretty landmark paper in anti-aging research. So in order to translate it, let's talk about senescent cells or zombie cells. Um, and then we'll talk about alpha-cloto and senolytics, and then we'll talk about the study. So zombie cells, um, which are referred to uh, by lay people, they're called senescent cells in the scientific community. And basically, they are cells that have stopped dividing. They're supposed to enter into apoptosis, which is programmed cell death, and something goes wrong and they refuse to die. And hence, they're called zombie cells. So a cell, a cell will typically begin life as a normal one. It does, does its job, support the body, and then um, most of them um, divide to cellular division. Um, but then um, some of them suffer some sort of stress. So this could be oxidative stress. It could be a viral infection or some other cellular stress. And that stress then triggers the cell to do one of three things. It either repairs itself or it dies or it becomes a zombie cell. Now, zombie cells don't function as normal cells and they can have negative effects on surrounding cells, which we'll get into in a second. Now, these zombie cells aren't always all bad. Research from 2017 showed that this um, cellular senescence, this um, moving into zombie cell state, can be beneficial response to tumor growth. So if the body is starting to grow a cancerous tumor, it can actually trigger this senescence. And instead of multiplying out of control and helping to form a tumor, that cell will become a zombie and cease growth and, and basically sabotage the, the tumor. So that's a pretty good thing. However, in other contexts, they can have pretty negative effects, as I alluded to. So as you age, um, we tend to get a buildup of these uh, zombie cells in the body just because of um, cellular damage just from, from normal living, right? And they can make it difficult for your body to repair tissue, but they can also release chemicals that harm normal cells because they trigger inflammatory processes. And in fact, um, research links these zombie cells to several 
age-related diseases, um, including atherosclerosis as a form of heart disease, diabetes and lung disease, amongst other things, right? So, so in overall, they're generally not good. They can be good sometimes, but generally from an aging perspective, um, we do not want these zombie uh, cells to be building up in our body. And this is where senolytics come in. So senolytics are a class of substances. They're not always drugs. They can be substances that are able to induce apoptosis of senescent cells. So in essence, they are zombie cell killers. And some scientists believe they hold the keys for delaying aging. And this is where this alpha clotho that I mentioned um, in the in the intro, the in the paper, it is an anti-aging protein that can alleviate negative changes associated with aging and diseases. And we know from the research that declines in alpha cloto play a really important role in the development of multiple diseases. So preclinical evidence suggests that boosting alpha cloto can hold therapeutic potential, particularly for anti-aging. However, readily clinically translatable practical strategies for increasing alpha cloto are not currently available. So they're doing some stuff in the lab, but not able to see it um, translate into real bodies. Now, Mayo researchers um, now believe that they have actually discovered a way to activate um, alpha clotho or to increase this alpha clotho um, in bodies of both mice and humans. So the senior author of the study at the Mayo Clinic um, is James Kirkland. Um, he's a doctor and a PhD as well. And he's quoted as saying, we show that there is an avenue for an orally active small molecule approach to increase this beneficial protein and also to amplify the action of senolytic drugs. So basically, you take a molecule um, with the senolytic drug and it has a double whammy effect. So the researchers first showed that senescent cells can actually decrease levels of this critical protein, this alpha cloto, in three types of human cells. Umbilical vein, endothelial cells, um, kidney cells, and brain cells. They also demonstrated that, that by combining the senolytic drug called desitinib with quercetin, um, which is a supplement you can take, um, in three types of mice, that they could um, increase the amount of this critical anti-aging protein, alpha-clotho. Now, you may have heard me talk before about the limitations of mice studies because mice are clearly not small humans. And um, what was really interesting about this study is that they then took some patients who had a, a condition, a disease called idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, which is basically a, a, a pretty serious chronic uh, long-term lung disease that affects the, um, the ursacs of the alveoli in our lungs. Um, they were able to show that by using um, that uh, 
that senescent drug, uh, desitinib, with quercetin, that they could actually increase alpha-clotho in these patients and got positive outcomes. Now, as I said earlier, that protein alpha-clotho is very important to maintaining good health as we age. And because it declines um, with aging uh, and especially decreases in multiple diseases, um, including Alzheimer's disease, diabetes, and kidney disease, anything that can boost this level in humans has got real anti-aging potential. And animal studies... And this is why there's a nice combination because you can go deeper with the animal studies than you can in the humans. But they have shown that by deliberately decreasing alpha-clotho in mice, it shortens the lifespan. Um, and by increasing it and inserting a gene that causes its production can increase lifespan in mice by 30%. Now, um, the the big dramatic headline will be um, that researchers have found a drug combination that can increase lifespan by 30%. Now, that has been shown in mice. It hasn't quite translated to humans yet, but the fact that they can now increase it in humans and it can have a positive impact on diseased people, and we know um, the importance that it plays, um, the role that it plays in disease progression as we age, um, this is a pretty exciting study. Um, and and it, it, it's difficult to do um, to increase this alpha-clotho because of its very small size and, and its, its instability. And they've tried um, introducing it directly, and that is problematic as it have to be inserted into a vein instead of by mouth. But this study um, has got real promise because it shows that by taking these senolytic drugs, which you can take orally, um, that then you can increase um, that alpha-clotho uh, and that um, in that disease that, um, that they did, the idiopathic uh, pulmonary fibrosis, um, it actually um, helped them with the serious breathing difficulties and, and they think can in, uh, increase the lifespan. So that is pretty exciting research, I've got to say, for the anti-aging community. The big question is where or can I get my sticky paws on these senolytic drugs or this combination? Now, unfortunately, the drug in question, dacetinib, isn't available uh, as an over-counter drug, uh, over-the-counter drug, certainly not in this country. However, you can get quercetin. That is available in supplement form um, if you want to take the supplement. And I'm actually going to do a Wisdom Wednesday on quercetin because it is uh, one of the ones um, of, of these classes of, of senolytics that are supplements that actually is starting to show some pretty good promise. Um, but you can also take it naturally. Um, uh, by eating um, lots more onions and apples, um, definitely with the skin because it's high in the apples, uh, citrus fruits and parsley. Um, and so if you're not into supplementing, making sure that you're having lots of those foods that have high quercetin um, is a good first step. But certainly this study um, is an interesting one, and I think it will stimulate lots of other further research in this area uh, and potentially other potential combinations of, of senolytics. Uh, and it's a pretty hot field right now. So just watch this space for further developments.
So that is the end of Wisdom Wednesday this week. Um, I suspect it may have hurt your brain a little bit, uh, but may give us some hope, particularly us who are getting a little bit older, that there may be something around the corner to extend our lifespan. That's it for this week. Catch you next time. So that's a wrap for today's edition of the podcast. If you're enjoying it, please leave us a review as they really do help much more than you think. Remember to check out the show notes for today's episode and also remember to hit subscribe so that you get notified early of new releases of the podcast. See you next time. Thank you.